Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Shoshana Eshen, back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And um, it's good to be here. It's nice to say hello to everyone. It's funny, I'm sitting here in my own spot, but I'm with everyone, and I feel like I am saying hello to everyone, even the ones I don't have any idea are listening, any conscious idea, that is, because somehow... One person speaks, the universe listens. The universe speaks, and we listen. We may not know we're listening. We may not even know that we're speaking out to others. But we actually speak in many, many ways. And we also listen and respond in many ways as well. It's actually a fascinating process. Language goes forth, and yet not a word is said. That's both from scripture and from Buddhist teachings. What is language? Language goes forth. And yet not a word is said. I love that. What is a word? What is the word? A word. How could it be? How is, you know, Zen practice is all about those paradoxes and contradictions. And language goes forth. The rain comes. That's a language. We hear it, we feel it, they're responding to it in some way. We might not call it a word. Two people meet, they look at each other. There's a huge conversation going on, a lot of language going forth, a lot of connecting going forth. Language, in a sense, is a connection, it's a communication. It's a reaching out to one another. Sometimes it feels as if the other is very, very far away, or we don't even know them, that they're even there, but they're there with you. It's very interesting, that process. Or we feel we speak and speak and speak and nobody's listening. That's a very common complaint. Who hears me? No one. In fact, I don't even hear myself. I don't even hear myself. I don't even hear the incredible communication that goes forth from me to me, day by day by day. That too is a very fascinating phenomena. You know, we say we're lonely or we're separate or we're disconnected, all of those things. But it's very simple to remedy this, a very amazing remedy. It's not just to know in our head or to know intellectually, well, we're all connected, which many people know and say, the universe is one, I'm one. I mean, we say that, we hear that in so many beautiful practices. And of course, when we fall in love in the beginning, we do experience that oneness. That's what the thrill and the delight is, the sense of oneness with that other person. But that oneness isn't just with the other one that we might fall in love with all of a sudden. (laughs) We are, the actual root of our being is oneness. And that oneness wants to speak to itself in the form of all the different people, all the different experiences. And when we don't listen, when we don't hear the communication that's going forth, the language that's going forth, when we don't hear it, we feel disconnected and apart. When we don't speak it, 
when we don't issue forth our own communication, we also feel separate and apart. What should I say? He, he or she, they'll never hear me. They'll never understand me. These are the kinds of thoughts that block, block us from expressing and communicating and sharing our being with all the others. When we do that, when we're willing to do that, there's no such thing as being separate or alone anymore. You just It's impossible to feel that way because when we're in complete harmonious communication, even with ourselves, that's, then we are also in complete communication with everyone else because we are all connected. And that is so fascinating. And that is what Zen practice is. It's the practice of connecting with, for, with ourselves first on the cushion. <laughs> and of course, as we do so, we're connecting with the entire universe. And we experience it through connecting with the Sangha, the other people who are sitting with us on the cushion when it's open and allowed, or even through in any all of those sitting on the cushion, maybe we see them on Zoom, and maybe we don't even see them, but there they are, sitting, sitting with us. So we, that's called Sangha. All of the students, all of the people throughout the centuries who have sat together, all still sitting together. You know, once you sit, that goes on forever. I'm still sitting with my teachers, my original teachers who are not here in the body anymore, but I often feel them, often, often. While I'm sitting deeply, I feel them sitting here right with me. Where else could they be? We feel that as we practice Zazen. It is the practice of becoming one, or I might even call it the secret practice of love, because love is about unifying, becoming not even becoming one, recognizing the oneness that we already are. It's a very healing, healing experience. It's a very, it creates a lot of meaning. You feel, oh my God, the world is so meaningful. It's so beautiful. Very often you'll feel that as you're experiencing that oneness. And, and therefore, you, you, sent, you have a sense of this meaning of life. You know, there's a wonderful quote from Bhagwan Rajneesh that I read years ago that I loved. And he said, you never ask the meaning of life when you're in love. And I thought, oh my goodness, that's an amazing truth. When you're in love, you're not going around saying, what's the meaning of life? Because that's it, that oneness, that feeling of love, that feeling of joy, that feeling of can't wait to see the person or... I'm excited. I just feel alive. There it is, right there. Same with Zazen. So much as so many people these days have such a sense of meaninglessness, emptiness, loneliness, fractured. Everything we believe fractured. Our friends gone. One moved here, one moved there. Of course, nobody can be 